Section 25 of The Complete Confectioner by Hannah Glass. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. English Wines, Part 2. To Make Birch Wine. This being a liquor but little known, we shall be as particular as possible in the directions for it the season for getting the liquor from birch trees sometimes happens the latter end of february or beginning of march before the leaves shoot out as the sap begins to rise and this is according to the mildness or rigour of the weather and if the time is delayed the juice will grow too thick to be drawn out which should be as thin and clear as possible the method of procuring the juice is by boring holes in the trunk of the tree and fixing faucets made of elder but care should be taken not to tap it in too many places at once for fear of hurting the tree if the tree is large it may be bored in five or six places at once and place bottles to let it drop in when you have extracted a proper quantity three four or five gallons from different trees cork the bottles very close and rosin or wax them till you begin to make your wine which should be as soon as possible after you have got the juice as soon as you begin boil the sap as long as you can take off any scum and put four pounds of fine loaf sugar to every gallon of the juice and the peel of a lemon cut thin then boil it again for near an hour scumming it all the while and pour it into a tub when it is almost cold work it with a toast spread with yeast and let it stand five or six days stirring it twice or three times a day then take a cask that will contain it and put a lighted match dipped well in brimstone into the cask stop it till the match is burnt out and then tun your wine into it putting the bung lightly in till it has done working bung it very close for about three months and bottle it off for use it will be ready in a week after it is put in the bottles it is a very wholesome pleasant and rich cordial and very serviceable in curing consumptions and particularly useful in scorbutic disorders to make wines of plums damsons etc take what plums you please mix those of a sweet taste with an alley of those that are somewhat sour though they must all be inclining to ripeness slit them in halves so that the stones may be taken out then mash them gently and add a little water and honey the better to moisten them boil to every gallon of your pulp a gallon of spring water and put in a few bay leaves and cloves add as much sugar as will sweeten it scum off the froth and let it cool then press the fruit squeezing out the liquid part strain all through a fine strainer and put the water and juice all together into a cask let it stand and ferment three or four days fine it with white sugar flour and whites of eggs 
draw it off into bottles and cork it up that the air may not injure it in twelve days it will be ripe and taste like sherry or rather a nearer flavour of canary damsons may be ordered as other plums though they produce a tartar wine more clear and lasting but do not put so much water to them as to luscious plums unless you mix some sweet wine with it as malaga canary or the like or infuse raisins of the sun in it which will give it a rich mellow taste these as other wines made of english fruit are moderately cooling purify the blood and cleanse the reins cause a freeness of urine and contribute much to soft slumbers and a quiet rest by sending up gentle refreshing spirits to the brain which dispel heat and noxious vapours and put that noble part in a right temperature to make wine of english figs take the large blue figs pretty ripe steep them in white wine having made some slits in them that they may swell and gather in the substance of the wine then slice some other figs and let them simmer over a fire in fair water till they are reduced to a kind of pulp strain out the water pressing the pulp hard and pour it as hot as possible to those figs that are infused in the wine let the quantity be near equal the water somewhat more than the wine and figs having infused twenty-four hours mash them well together and draw off all that will run voluntarily then press the rest and if it proves not pretty sweet add loaf sugar to render it so let it ferment and add a little honey and sugar candy to it then fine it with whites of eggs and a little isinglass draw it off and keep it for use it is chiefly appropriated to defects of the lungs helping shortness of breath removing colds or inflammations of the lungs it also comforts the stomach and eases pains of the bowels to make rose wine get a glass basin or body or for want of it a well-glazed earthen vessel and put into it three gallons of rose water drawn with a cold still put into it a convenient quantity of rose leaves cover it close and put it for an hour in a kettle or cauldron of water heating it over the fire to take out the whole strength and tincture of the roses and when cold press the rose leaves hard into the liquor and steep fresh ones in repeating it till the liquor has got a full strength of roses then to every gallon of liquor add three pounds of loaf sugar stir it well that it may melt and disperse in every part then put it into a cask or other convenient vessel to ferment and to make it do so the better add a little fixed nitre and flour with two or three whites of eggs let it stand to cool about thirty days and it will be ripe and have a curious flavour having the whole strength and scent of the roses in it 
and you may add to meliorate it some wine and spices as your taste or inclination leads you by this way of infusion wine of carnations clove gillyflowers violets primroses or any flower having a curious scent may be made to which to prevent repetition you are referred wines thus made are not only pleasant in taste but rich and medicinal being excellent for strengthening the heart refreshing the spirits and gently cooling the body making it lenitive and so purges the first digestion of phlegm and even choler it abates the heat of the fever quenches thirst mitigates the inflammation of the entrails and on many occasions serves for a good counter poison to make cowslip wine put five pounds of loaf sugar to four gallons of fair water simmer them over a fire half an hour to well dissolve the sugar and when it is taken off and cold put in half a peck of cowslip flowers clean picked and gently bruised then put in two spoonfuls of new ale yeast and a pound of syrup of lemons beaten with it with a lemon peel or two pour the whole into a well-seasoned cask or vessel let them stand close-stopped for three days that they may ferment well then put in some juice of cowslips and give it a convenient space to work when it has stood a month draw it off into bottles putting a little lump of loaf sugar into each by which means you may keep it well the space of a year in like manner you may make wine of such other flowers as are of a pleasant taste and scent as oxlips jessamine peach blooms comfrey scabions featherfew fumitory and many more as your fancy and taste may lead you this wine moderately drank much helps the palsy cramp convulsions and all other diseases of the nerves and sinews it also eases pains of the joints and gout and greatly contributes to the curing of ruptures to make scurvy grass wine take the best large scurvy grass tops and leaves in may june or july bruise them well in a stone mortar put them in a well-glazed earthen vessel and sprinkle them over with some powder of crystal of tartar then smear them over with virgin honey and being covered close let it stand twenty-four hours then set water over a gentle fire putting to every gallon three pints of honey and when the scum rises take it off and let it cool put your bruised scurvy grass into a barrel and pour the liquor to it setting the vessel conveniently endways with a tap at the bottom and when it has been infused twenty-four hours draw off the liquor and strongly press the juice and moisture out of the herb into the barrel or vessel and put the liquor up again then put a little new ale yeast to it 
and let it ferment three days covering the place of the bung or vent with a piece of bread spread over with mustard seed downward in a cool place and let it continue till it is fine and drinks brisk then draw off the finest part leaving only the dregs behind add more herb and ferment it with whites of eggs flour and fixed nitre verjuice or the juice of green grapes if they are to be had to which add six pounds of the syrup of mustard all mixed and well beaten together to refine it down and it will drink brisk but not very pleasant it helps digestion warms cold stomachs carries off phlegm purifies the blood purges out salt watery humours cleanses the bowels from cold sliminess eases pains in the limbs head heart and stomach especially those proceeding from scorbutic humours etc to make wine of mint balm etc distill the herb in the cold still add honey to it work as in scurvy grass then refine it and work it down by due proportion of its own syrup by this means the wine will become very fragrant and contain the whole virtue of the herb wormwood wine wine of rue carduous and such strong physical herbs may be made by infusion only in small white wines cider perry or the like adding a little sweets to them that they may be more agreeable to the taste that of black currants may be made as of other currants and is very useful in all families wines made of mint balm wormwood rue etc resist pestilential air are good in agues and cold diseases prevent fits of the mother and agues ease pains in the joints and sinews cleanse the blood and frequently prevent apoplexies epilepsies and the like they not only contain the virtues of the herb but greatly strengthen and revive the decay of nature to make orange wine put twelve pounds of fine sugar and the whites of eight eggs well beaten into six gallons of spring water let it boil an hour scumming it all the time take it off and when it is pretty cool put in the juice of fifty seville oranges and six spoonfuls of good ale yeast and let it stand two days then put it in another vessel with two quarts of rhenish wine and the juice of twelve lemons you must let the juice of lemons and wine and two pounds of double refined sugar stand close covered ten or twelve hours before you put it into the vessel to your orange wine and scum off the seeds before you put it in the lemon peels must be put in with the oranges half the rinds must be put into the vessel and it must stand ten or twelve days before it is fit to bottle to make sage wine boil twenty-six quarts of spring water a quarter of an hour and when it is blood warm put into it twenty-five pounds of malaga raisins 
picked rubbed and shred with near half a bushel of red sage shred and a porringer of ale yeast stir all well together and let it stand in a tub covered warm six or seven days stirring it once a day then strain it off and put it in a runlet let it work three or four days and then stop it up when it has stood six or seven days put in a quart or two of malagar sack and when it is fine bottle it to make sycamore wine take two gallons of the sap of sycamore and boil it half an hour then add to it four pounds of fine powder sugar beat the whites of three eggs to a froth and mix them with the liquor but if it be too hot it will poach the eggs scum it well and boil it half an hour then strain it through a hair sieve and let it stand till next day then pour it clear from the sediment put half a pint of good yeast to every twelve gallons cover it close up with blankets till it is white over after which put it into the barrel and leave the bunghole open till it has done working close it well up let it stand three months and bottle it the fifth part of the sugar must be loaf and if you like raisins they are a great addition to the wine to make turnip wine take a good number of turnips pare them put them into a cider press and squeeze out all the juice to every gallon of juice take three pounds of lump sugar have a vessel ready just big enough to hold the juice and put your sugar into a vessel to every gallon of juice add half a pint of brandy pour in the juice and lay something over the bung for a week to see if it works if it does you must not bring it down till it has done working then stop it close for three months and draw it off into another vessel when it is fine bottle it off to imitate cypress wine to nine gallons of water put nine quarts of the juice of white elderberries which has been pressed gently from the berries with the hand and passed through a sieve without bruising the kernels of the berries add to every gallon of liquor three pounds of lisbon sugar to the whole quantity put an ounce and a half of ginger sliced and three quarters of an ounce of cloves then boil this near an hour taking off the scum as it rises and pour the whole to cool in an open tub and work it with ale yeast spread upon a toast of white bread for three days and then tun it into a vessel that will just hold it adding about a pound and a half of raisins of the sun split to lie in liquor till you draw it off which should not be till the wine is fine which you will find in january it is so much like the fine rich wine brought from cyprus in its colour and flavour that it has deceived the best judges to make gilly-flower wine to three gallons of water put six pounds of the best powder sugar 
boil the sugar and water together for the space of half an hour keep scumming it as the scum rises let it stand to cool beat up three ounces of syrup of betony with a large spoonful of ale yeast put it into the liquor let them infuse and work together three days covered with a cloth strain it put it into a cask and let it settle for three or four weeks when bottle it to make mountain wine take fine malaga raisins pick all the stalks out chop them very small and put ten pounds of them to every two gallons of spring water let them steep three weeks stirring them often then squeeze out the liquor and put it into a vessel that will just hold it but do not stop it till it has done hissing then bung it up close and it will be fit for use in six months to make orange wine with raisins take thirty pounds of new malaga raisins pick them clean and chop them small then take twenty large seville oranges ten of which pair as thin as for preserving boil about eight gallons of soft water till a third part be consumed let it cool a little then put five gallons of it hot upon your raisins and orange peel stir it well together cover it up and when it is cold let it stand five days stirring it up once or twice every day then pass it through a hair sieve and with a spoon press it as dry as you can put it in a rundlet fit for it and add to it the rinds of the other ten oranges cut as thin as the first then make a syrup of the juice of twenty oranges with a pound of white sugar it must be made the day before you turn it up stir it well together and stop it up close let it stand two months to clear then bottle it up it will keep three years and is better for keeping to make smyrna raisin wine put twenty four gallons of water to a hundred pounds of raisins after letting it stand about fourteen days put it into your cask when it has remained there six months put a gallon of brandy to it and when it is fine bottle it to make an excellent english wine take currants both red and white gooseberries red and green mulberries raspberries strawberries of different sorts cherries but not little black ones and grapes red and white all the fruits must be full ripe and take an equal quantity of each throw them into a tub and bruise them lightly take golden pippins and nonpareils chop and bruise them well and mix them with the others to every two gallons of fruit put one gallon of spring water and boil it all together twice a day for a fortnight then press it through a hair bag into a vessel and have ready a wine hogshead put into it a hundred raisins of the sun with their stalks fill it with the strained juice lay the bung on lightly and when it has done hissing and working 
put in a gallon of the best french brandy and stopped the vessel close let it stand six months then peg it and see if it be fine if it is bottle it if not stop it for six months longer and then bottle it the longer it is kept the better it will be it is necessary you put in bay leaves with your brandy to make bitter wine take two quarts of strong white wine infuse in it one dram of rhubarb one dram and a half of gentian root roman wormwood tops of carduus centauri and chamomile flowers of each three drams yellow peel of oranges half an ounce nutmegs mace and cloves of each one dram infuse all forty-eight hours strain it and drink a glass an hour before dinner to make mead having got thirteen gallons of water put thirty pounds of honey to it boil and scum it well then take rosemary thyme bay leaves and sweet briar one handful altogether boil it an hour then put it into a tub with two or three handfuls of ground malt stir it till it is blood warm then strain it through a cloth and put it into a tub again cut a toast round a quartern loaf and spread it over with good ale yeast and put it into your tub and when the liquor is quite over with the yeast put it into your vessel then take of cloves mace and nutmegs an ounce and a half of ginger sliced an ounce bruise the spice tie it up in a rag and hang it in the vessel then stop it up close for use another way to make mead take a gallon of honey eight gallons of water a quarter of a pound of ginger sliced and six whites of eggs beat with the shells put all these into a convenient vessel and let them boil till a fourth part of the liquor be wasted scumming it all the time to each gallon of water put a handful of rosemary when your liquor is sufficiently boiled put in the remainder of your ingredients and when all is boiled strain your liquor through a hair sieve and let it stand till it is thoroughly cold then put a pint of ale yeast into the vessel and put in the liquor if the weather be cold let it stand two or three days before you bottle it another way to make mead take the honey out and add as much water to the honeycombs as they will sweeten let it stand to mix boil it well and scum it when an egg will swim at the top it will be sufficiently boiled then put it into a wooden vessel let it stand till cold and bottle it in stone bottles you may boil it either with lemon thyme rosemary or cowslips to make frontiniac mead take fifty pounds of honey fifty pounds of belvedere raisins and fifty gallons of water boil these about fifteen minutes keeping it well scummed put it into the working tub 
and put to it a pint of ale yeast letting it work till the yeast begins to fall when taken clear off tun it with the raisins and throw into the cask a quart of white elder flowers take care to attend it in change of weather let it continue in the cask twelve months and then fine it down with wine fining and bottle it off to make cowslip mead take fifteen gallons of water and thirty pounds of honey and boil them together till one gallon is wasted skim it and take it off the fire have ready sixteen lemons cut in halves put a gallon of the liquor to the lemons and the rest into a tub with seven packs of cowslips let them stand all night then put in the liquor with the lemons eight spoonfuls of new yeast and a handful of sweet briar stir them all well together and let it work three or four days then strain it and put it in your cask and in six months time you may bottle it general observations your vessel should be quite dry and previously rinsed with brandy and well bunged or closed up as soon as the wines have done fermenting as it greatly depends on the flavour of the water you use in order to have good tasted wines you must be careful to get the best the water in london will not be proper unless put for some time in earthen vessels to settle itself fine spring water is most proper if it can be readily got be careful not to let it stand too long before you get it cold and remember to put in the yeast in time or else your wine will fret in the cask and be prevented fining if you let it stand too long in the tub while working it will lose the natural sweetness and flavour of the fruits and flowers it is made from lastly let your fruit berries etc be always gathered quite dry and in general when full ripe End of section 25